Very good. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me for another session about real estate investing. Danny here from California, and we hold this session on a weekly basis, typically Friday morning. We used to do it at 11 a.m. Friday Pacific time, California time. Now we move to 10 a.m. Uh, it seems like uh, more people are joining in at 10 a.m., so that's, uh, I guess, a benefit. And this is a, f a purely um, opportunity to educate you uh, and maybe interact with you. So you can uh, post your comments and questions and ideally even get to know you a little bit better beyond the, the scope of this uh, of this uh, uh, session. This session is being recorded in three channels on YouTube on Facebook and on our podcast. So you are most welcome to consume this or other sessions that we had in the past on any one of those uh, channels. So by all means, uh, you can definitely uh, uh, watch it, not just here, but in other area, other uh, channels, other uh, of, uh, media channels, outlets. And uh, um, I will say this, we do have and also a podcast, only a podcast in Hebrew. So for those of you who are, who are Hebrew speakers and want to talk, uh, want to listen to me more speaking in Hebrew, you're most welcome. You can do it on our Hebrew uh, podcast. It's a little bit different because it usually targets um, um, mostly people who don't live in the States and we talk about the challenges they have. Since we launched the one in Hebrew, it's been an amazing response because I get a lot of people coming uh, through that podcast and saying, hey, Danny, we heard you. We related to what you talked. We want to speak with you, want to meet with you. So by all means, if you're listening here or on any of the other uh, media outlet, you are most welcome to take this from a generalities and from a big perspective into your specific case, specific situation, specific scenario. And I invite you, call us up and set up a time for us to talk, to speak. We can do it over the phone. We can do it uh, uh, Skype, Zoom, Facebook, and in person, of course. Just the other day, two days ago, I got a call from uh, someone who's visiting from Israel, who happens to be in Orange County. And he said, listen, you, I heard your uh, podcast in Hebrew, and I'm here in Orange County on a business trip. I'm flying back um, yesterday, that was uh, Thursday. And I want to take you up on your offer. You said uh, you'll buy me coffee and uh, <clears throat> buy me coffee and we can uh, talk. And we actually met for uh, an hour and a half ish. And we talked about many things, many strategies, uh, more in some of them in a bigger picture kind of a conversation and some were very specific on his uh, challenges. So that was uh, all obviously uh, very beneficial for him. Uh, very fun for me to do uh, a face-to-face -face meeting because most of my meetings are uh, using some Facebook or Skype or whatever. But here I am. You guys are most welcome. No string attached. No sales pitch. We're just going to talk about you, your needs, and what your challenges. We all have them. Beginners, experience, advanced. Um, and I'm going to come in and try and talk to you. Like I talk to many investors on a weekly basis. And we try to... Uh, overcome challenges, eliminate obstacles, move obstacles. Everyone has them and they're different from one person to another. Sometimes it's financial ones, sometimes are other ones, kind of understanding and knowledge and fear and, and so on. 
today. Uh, so uh, enough said about that. You are most welcome to get in touch with me if you want to meet and we can talk, uh, you know, in more details, of course, about you, specifically you and in more uh, intimate um, uh, environment. Enough about uh, the sales promotion, so to speak, uh, or should I say self-promotion, uh, so to speak, and let's uh, dive into today's topic. By the way, I try to bring topics that I get uh, asked about, or I get to talk about, or I hear about from investors throughout the week, and I try to come and say, hey, here's an interesting topic, here's an interesting question, something, something someone asked, and bring it over to the uh, to this session so you can benefit. So the whole purpose of this session, purely to educate you, um, so you can learn and you can understand and you can actually be more successful. Ideally, you will come and work with us, but uh, you know you don't have to, of course. Uh, well, you have to, but I understand if you wouldn't. Um, today, I want to talk about what I call the effect of investing on people, on owners, on investors. And what do I mean by that? Let me start with a, with a story. About three years ago, one of my investors, you know, a gal that, that, has, that lives in, in California, and she's been uh, investing with us for about at that time that we met. Uh, she was um, two and a half years-ish after purchasing two rental properties. And when we first met, she and her husband, uh, she told me that um, she is mostly coming from a stocks uh, trading background and she's always done stocks. And this is the first time, you know, real estate is a little bit foreign object or foreign, uh, uh, foreign affairs for her. And she wasn't very comfortable with that. And she said that uh, she want to give it, give, give it a try. And we started investing. She purchased one house. Got it rented, of course. Wait another six months or so, maybe a little bit longer than six months. Purchased another house, got it rented, got it settled. And then about two and a half years in, owning two properties by that time, she comes in and says, Danny, I want to have a conversation with you. I want to meet. I want to see how we can move forward, continue. Uh, but I want to run a few things, be, you know, uh, uh, with you. I want to, uh, you know, uh, run a few things before we actually decide what to do next. So we meet, and she sits down, and she says, "Listen, before we talk shop, we all talk real estate. I gotta ask you some, uh, you know, in understanding. I gotta, I, I, I gotta ask you something that I'm missing. Something that's kind of, kind of bugs me." I said, yeah, shoot, go ahead. And she said, listen, you know exactly what we purchased. You know exactly actually what happened through the journey with one house. We got it, you know, uh, with a tenant uh, and another house. It took about 10 days to, to get it rented. And then when the tenant, uh, um, you know, moved out, it took, uh, you know, one took very quickly to rent. The other was a little bit, you know, took a little bit longer. And we had some repairs and we had some vacancies and, you know, she, she said, you know, nothing too dramatic. Actually, pretty much everything you told us that would happen, happened. We had some miscommunication with the property manager. We had some repairs. We had all of those things, everything. So nothing was a surprise to us because you told us those things would happen. And she says, I even remember you telling us that when we got a tenant within 10 days, um, don't get uh, too excited because usually it doesn't take 10 days. It takes a little bit longer, but obviously, uh, you know, that's a, that's a good experience. And she says, listen, rents are coming. You know, it's been two and a half years, two properties. Rents are coming in on time. 
we had repairs, we had vacancies, we had uh, you know turnover, we had you know the miscommunication with property manager. But all in all, it doesn't consume consumes me. It doesn't take a lot of my time. It actually works very well in the background, right? I said, fine, you know, that's exactly what we're trying to do here. We're, we're trying to design a system and I'm, you know, it's, I've already designed systems and processes and checks, you know, and, and you know, checks and balances and, and checklists in place in order for you to exactly say that. So what is your question? She says, here's my question. I don't get it. Relatively, it's easy. You've made it super easy for us. You actually told us what to expect. You set up teams, you know, and, and etc. So things are working well, very well, actually, considering the time we are spending on those properties, which is very minimal. What am I missing here? So what do you mean what am I missing? She says, it's either that I'm waiting for something to happen for the, you know, for, for, for something dramatic to, to kind of come out of nowhere. I'm kind of waiting for it for some surprise, you know, to happen. And if nothing happens... And it's so relatively easy. I'm not, you know, she says, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's noise free, but it's so relatively easy. Why not everybody's doing it? What am I missing? And she was like, what's wrong here? And I told her, listen, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, you see, you know exactly what to expect. You know what's going on. You know how things are. You know the processes. Now you know it even a little bit better because when before we spoke, everything was very theoretical. Everything was hearsay. Now you're not only just recently purchased, you are two and a half years in two properties. It's not an extensive experience, but nonetheless an experience. And you can you see that it works. For the bigger part, it works. When I say the bigger part, there is noise in the system, right? Vacancies, repairs, etc. Of course. And she knows and she had, she didn't even complain about it. She said, I understand. For the bigger uh, for the bigger benefit of my household, financial household, it works. And she was waiting. She, she kept thinking she's missing something here. That's been probably three years ago that we spoke, maybe two and a half, three years ago. Since then, she purchased um, uh, more properties. The conversation from that point on moved, or moved on to how to purchase the next few properties, which we discussed about different options. We actually discovered by that she has a, like a retirement account she's not utilizing. And uh, we talked about the possibility of utilizing that retirement account to buy more real estate. And she did. And she purchased. Actually, she purchased, there's one house she purchased and she wasn't very happy with it because she felt it's making too much noise in her life. So two, two and a half years later, she decided to sell it and switch it to two other properties because it's appreciated uh, a bit uh, during that time. And she just felt it's not a bad house, but it just compared to the level of noise she would like to see from her houses or portfolio, that was too much noise um, you know, for her lifestyle. She sold it. She made a small profit of seven or eight thousand dollars in a period of after you know before you know not including cash flow and not including anything else, just net on the on the selling price. And she said, you know what, eight thousand in two years, no complaints here. I have you know I've done nothing. What have I done? I just purchased it, rented, collected rent. Yes, I had some longer vacancies and some more noise in the system, but two years later, I'm selling it and buying another house. And I made eight thousand dollars. She says, "I'm happy." I thought that like oh, eight thousand dollars is is very little. She's like, "No, no, I'm very happy. I can I could actually be okay if I can replicate that every two years. I have no problem relatively to the amount of work I've done. 
it's nice. It's an extra $8,000 I didn't even plan for. Um, so she's done that. She moved that. She decided to reposition her portfolio, bought other homes. Everything is fine. She's still, you know, kind of, uh, um, you know, in the process of thinking of her next uh, investment now, as much as I can tell. No surprises. Why am I telling you all of this? The reason I'm telling you all of this is, see, I've been doing this for, for 16 years now, 16 years working with investors. And when you work for such a long time with investors, there are only, you know, there are things you see, patterns that you can actually notice that only notice after a long period of time, right? They only emerge or can actually spot them because some of those patterns only emerge every behavior patterns behave only after two, three, four years of someone's doing something, right? It's not necessarily patterns you would see within a year or two years time frame. So I've noticed those patterns, right? Many of them, by the way, right? One of those patterns, which actually took me quite a while to notice, but I've seen it happening, you know, uh, I've, I've realized it, is what investing does on a household or a financial mindset. It's so powerful. It's actually, every time I think about it, it blows my mind. Because here's what usually happens. And she's a very typical story. You know, someone thinks about it, talks about it, digests. Now it turns into two groups, those who do or those who don't, right? Those who do and buy and take the leap of faith of buying an investment property. Why am I saying the leap of faith? Because there are always going to be unknowns. There's always risk. We can't control 100% of the things. By the way, the perfect, amazing opportunity that every once in a while people ask me or tell me about doesn't exist. It's a fantasy. What exists are nice homes. Right, nice home, good homes, right? But the amazing, you know, no-brainer, it doesn't exist. Every house has, you know, some some compromise. We're gonna do some compromise, right? Either on price, on rent, on location, on size, you know, maybe two of those things. There's always gonna be a little bit of a compromise. Not significant, but there's no perfect, doesn't exist. And if you understand that, that will help you move to the next level of investing. But I want to go back to the point that she was hesitant about investing. And then she said, you know what, I'll buy my first one. And she got it and it got rented in 10 days, although she expected it to take a month, month and a half. Within 10 days, she had a tenant. And rent started coming in regularly, right? And even when there were hiccups along the way, all together after a year or two, things she saw how things are coming regularly. Rent is coming in. She says, the system just works. It just works, right? And she was very amazed, you know, she was not surprised, but you know what? It's one thing to experience when, experience it or really acknowledge it when someone talks about it, like me. It's a whole different experience when you actually see that it's working, actually working for you, right? The rent comes in every month. And even when there is noise and the hiccups, hiccups in the system, in the process, you still survive them without, without you know, too much hustle. And when that happens, it takes several months usually for someone to say, wait, 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 what's going on here? I purchased this house. It's rented out. I'm using a property manager. So that means I don't spend a lot of my time dealing with anything. I do spend a little time, but not a lot. For the most part, it operates in the background. And I get the the rent coming in, and then I generate a little bit of a cash flow because we have a mortgage and expenses, so it's not a lot of money. But you know what? 
I'm also not spending a lot of time. There are months that I'm generating 200, 150, $300 a month in cash flow without doing a single thing, not even responding to an email because it's a quiet month. So that's like free money, so to speak, or infinite return on investment of your time, right? And then it starts putting things into the right perspective in, in, you know, in people's minds. Say, wait, wait, wait. If this is something that's working well and with the noise or with the hiccups, you know, relatively not a lot of my time and energy is, uh, is put into it. And it operates in the background and it's generating and it's building. And I know it's not going to make me rich next year. But it's, I can see the, where it's heading in terms of building the wealth or the equity to the long term. And I have patience for this. That's mind-blowing. Right? People always talk about passive income, mailbox money, but a lot of talk. How many people really put it into practice and they're buying a mechanism, right? The, the, the rental property is a mechanism to generate both cash flow, if we know how to do it, and wealth over the long term. It's a long play. And then what happens when, when, when that happens and that being internalized, the next thing is like, okay, I get it. I need more of those. And I can tell you that she bought one. I think she bought out the second one because it just seemed to be she was guessing it's still working. She was not 100% probably comfortable with it. I could tell from the conversation we had after the second one. And then at that conversation, at that point of time when she had two properties, the goal of the conversation was, how do we proceed? And she said, my challenge now is to figure out where do I bring the cash and how much cash I need for the next properties. All of a sudden, her mindset, not just her mindset, the family mindset, the family economics or financial prioritization got realigned or recalibrated. And now she said, now I'm starting to think that I need not one and not two. I need five or six or seven. Everybody's going to be different about it. And how do I get to that point? So the conversation or the discussion she's having with her husband is not, should we buy another one? What should we do next? It's like, okay, how do we prioritize our financials so we can make sure we have enough for the next house down payment not in two years, but within a year. Not within a year, maybe within six months, and so on. And that's an amazing impact it has on people's mindset. And I've seen it multiple times. I like to call it, you know, with the food comes the appetite. But it's not really, you know, correct, because what I see is that people are like, okay, it's working, it's happening, I need to realign my financials so I can start buying more. So there's an amazing impact or effect on our mindset when we start investing and again i'm not you know i think you 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 hear it throughout the entire session that i'm not saying everything is perfect and no problem of course there's noise there's hiccups there is there's not everything is going to go smoothly but the way we design our system simply do it the way we go about it is that we always try to minimize the noise in the system for investors so our investors, our aspiration for us and for them is to have as much as possible buy and forget experience, right? Buy and forget so it doesn't disturb their lifestyle. And again, we're not there. We're always aiming there, but we're not there. But the amazing impact it has 
someone actually does invest and owns a rental property and within several months it kind of clicked like okay something is happening here many times investors even mature in age mature in, in behavior don't really internalize it after several months it's been working you know uh, it's been working for them i think the, the 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 ones that i like the most are the ones that are actually people who are coming from some strong financial background realtors that we work with financial planners that we work with actually i don't see many of them but a few of them when they do the minds you know the, the mind switch and they become an investor and they purchase and they see what happens they're like wait 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 i am financial person but this is pretty amazing this is really works in the background that's the key here it works in the background for the most part and it builds real estate with a mortgage you know with a, you know with a mortgage uh, um, if you if you buy it correctly loves time and if you buy it correctly it will not take over your lifestyle it will be something that will be mainly growing in the background see the way I look at, at, at those houses that we're buying investing in I always consider anyway you know I consider it like a, like a uh, like a fruit tree we buy the fruit tree when it's small and over time, right, we take care of the tree and the, and the tree grows and slowly it gives us fruits. So the fruits, the apples are our cash flow and the growth of the house is the equity. And, you know, trees don't, go, don't grow fast. Maybe bamboo is, but that's the only one, right? Trees go slowly and fruits are coming our way, you know, sometimes more fruits, sometimes you know, less fruits, you know, but all in all, it grows very, very similarly. Now, do we need to attend to our tree on an ongoing basis, daily basis? Maybe, probably not, right? And once we have a good tree, what do we do? We actually buy and plant another tree. We just call it a ha another house, right? We just go and plant another one. And then another one kind of starts growing in the background for us, right? The, the equity growth and more fruits are coming, right? Now, the amazing thing is, that we don't have to take care of those trees ourselves, right? We can hire a gardener, right? Someone that will do it for us. Well, yes, we do need to watch over and to make sure the gardener is working for us. But the gardener is going to do most of the labor without us being, you know, needing to attend to the tree. In real estate, we don't call them gardeners. They have a different name. We call them property managers. Let my gardener property manager take care of my tree. And I have to watch over and make sure the gardener, property manager, you know, does a good job. But all in all, he may even do a better job than I am because he's a, a pro and experienced gardener and I'm not. So that's actually a good thing to, you know, to hire that gardener, property manager and let it grow in the background, right? Don't, don't let it, you know, don't fall asleep watching over, but you don't have to be there on a daily basis monitoring your property because nothing really happens on a, on a daily basis. And that's an amazing impact that you will have for your life over time. And that first property is going to be a game changer for you. Because it's going to be a game changer because here the mindset is going to change. And all of a sudden you internalize what an, that there is, a, there is a system, a vehicle, an asset, a mechanism that helps you build wealth in a slow way, right? 
in a slow way, you can get lucky and you can appreciate double in price in one year, but we are not planning for it. So let's assume in a slow way in the background without interfering with the lifestyle. And, and when you buy one, several months after that, you will actually get it and see that it's working for you. And there's a, you know, there's a, you know, that it's actually working and you should then start asking yourself what's going on here and how can I replicate that? So that's what I want to say about people who think about it. There's an, an underlying current here, current here that says when you buy real estate, yes, you're investing on one hand, but you're also making a financial impact on your mindset. And I think that financial impact is very, very important because that will fuel uh, your, your altogether financial behavior. Altogether, it will impact all your financial behavior. But it, it's a slow process. With that said, I am done with what I wanted to talk about today. How one simple single family home investment can make a huge difference on your financial uh, uh, behavior. I've seen it. I'm talking from experience, from observation. Uh, by the way, I've seen it here. Absolutely. 100%. But I've also seen it with other people, people, investors that I work with. And I've seen that change and that mindset happening on their end. The, the, the fear, the concern, and then slowly, like, what the heck is going on here? Wow, I like it. Okay, how can I buy, you know, how can I buy more properties? That's it, what I have, I have to say for today. Uh, I hope you benefited from this. Uh, I, sometimes I want to do something more inspirational. Something, sometimes I want to do something more practical. So every session is a little bit different. Um, if there are any comments or questions, by all means, please put them on the, uh, on the, you know, uh, right now in the live or later on in the comments. No problem. I want to mention again, we have, um, we are broadcasting this or have three media channels. You can consume this content on Facebook, on YouTube and on our podcast. And for those of you who speak Hebrew, we want to consume this information in a, your uh, mother tongue. You can also subscribe to our Hebrew podcast channel. Um, with that said, I'm going to wait for 20 seconds and see if there, is, there are any questions or comments coming up on the live. And based on that, we'll decide if to continue or to wrap, to do a wrap for today. By the way, I want to take this opportunity and say happy Halloween. Hopefully all of you had a lot of fun um, last night. I know I did uh, walking the streets of uh, Newport Beach, uh, California. It was a uh, chilly but fun. Uh, always, always, always great to see the kilos with uh, the costumes and the originality and the ideas. So that was a great night last night. Um, I see there are no comments and questions coming in. I want to say... Thank you for joining. Thank you for uh, uh, staying on for 30-ish minutes. And I wish all of you a great weekend and a great rest of your day. And Shabbat Shalom. Bye-bye, everyone.